From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Welcome in, Hour 3, Big and Wild Outdoors, Print Gun, Vince Noble, and uh, Bill George, and Diego in the studio today. We are broadcasting live in the uh, Beasley Broadcasting Empire. <clears throat> I thought we were the only ones in the building, but I think we have a ghost because next door I heard something go <coughs> across the floor. You heard that too? I, I, heard, I, I perked up. I'm like, what was that? Yeah. And then I looked at Diego. I go, did you hear that? And he goes, no. I go, is there anybody else here? He goes, no. I go, well, we got a ghost. We got a ghost. It's Shriner messing with us. Yeah, it could be. <clears throat> if you heard uh, last hour, we were talking about uh, Charlie Daniels and the passing of Charlie Daniels, and I think one of the one of the uh, most memorable things that I've ever heard him do was one when he did the uh, the opening and the close for the CD of the Civil War CD, uh, which, if you've never heard it before, is a compilation of uh, songs written by. Uh, artists uh, based on the letters written by soldiers on either side, north and south. Um, Tracy, uh, Big Trace was in there. He did the old gray coat. And there's, I mean, there's a bunch of great songs on that CD on there. But You got a sample? <clears throat> what I was going to say is I, I went to Diego and I said, if you could find the two things that Char Charlie didn't sing one song on it. He just did the opening and the close. And... Um, uh, the funny thing is, is, every time I've ever tried to, to share the opening or the close or anything on Facebook or social media, they're always like, no, copyright, can't do it, so you mm. can't ever do it. But uh, since this is not officially a music and it's under a minute, because they're only like 30-something seconds, I think, um, I wanted to play. But this one here, the first one, is the opening that Charlie did for the, uh, the, the Civil War CD. If you want to play it, go ahead. On the 12th of April, 1861, Confederate guns opened fire on Fort Sumter in Charleston Harbor, thus beginning the bloodiest conflict in American history. 620,000 casualties, more than all other American wars combined. The Civil War remains this nation's single most defining experience, ultimately giving new meaning to the word freedom. Walt Whitman, a young newspaper man, destined to become America's greatest poet, wrote, future years will never know the seething hell and the black infernal background of this war, and it's best they should not. The real war will never get in the books. I'm telling you, it's tough. And then, wow. uh, and the uh, the prologue that he did at the end of it was uh, just as powerful. It's one of those things where I don't know if it's Charlie's voice or the way he reads it. It's just 
all the above. It just it just gets to you every time. It's crazy. But uh, mm-hmm. this is the this is the end of the the CD here. This is what they played. In great deeds, something abides. On great fields, something stays. Forms change and pass. Bodies disappear, but spirits linger to consecrate ground for the vision place of the soul. And reverent men and women from afar and generations that know us not and that we know not of shall come here to ponder and to dream. And the power of the vision shall pass into their souls. That was it. In my heart. <laughs> wow. I'm telling you, man. You know, Tough. And it's a great CD. And I, I don't even know if you can find it anymore. Everybody in America needs to listen to that. Yeah. And, and, and if you listen to the songs that are on there, like I said, they're from both sides. So, and they're not glorifying anything or anything like that. It's just, it's a part of history that uh, if you've never heard it in song or in the letters from the people that, were, that wrote them, then, you know, do yourself a favor and, and listen to it's it. It's a part of history you cannot, yeah. cannot erase. No. And, and Charlie is one of those who, uh, you know, a big old Southern boy who had a lot of Southern pride kind of thing. Not that he wanted to glorify the war, but it's one of those things where you, you, you should know it happened. And, you know, know both sides of what they felt and make your own decision from there. Anyway, I just wanted to play that for you because I know you guys probably never heard that, have you? That was my very first time. Yeah, I've never heard it. Yeah. That, it was that was that was cool. It was. He'll be missed. I know that much. But anyway, we're uh, talking about a lot of stuff. We got the Bill George. <laughs> are we officially calling it the Bill George Gator Gator uh, no, Group? Is G five uh, yeah. the G five Bill yeah. George Gator Group talk yeah. or something? I don't. What's the official name of the thing? It's alligator it's coffee seminar. It's, it's alligator training seminar. So it's Gator uh, Coffee hey. Chat. What is it? <laughs> it's, it's horrible. What's that old Saturday Night Skit? Yeah, uh, coffee tour. You know, and and I'll turn around. I. I look at people and how they apply for alligator tags every year, and it amazes me how many people lower their odds based upon how they apply of getting tags. Well, apparently, gonna, it didn't work for me, and I followed your method. So you, hold on there. Are you going to give up the uh, the Bill George I'm secret? Gonna, I don't know that I'll give the 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 Bill George tried and true secret because uh, you know right now I have uh, three out of the four people in the household you know that applied got tags you know what what am i everybody else came up blanks you know Mm -hmm. snake eyes (laughs) (laughs) well it's it's one of those little trade secrets that uh pays to know what you know and if you don't know then you're probably in the back of the line so it's one of those things that Every that's what i'm saying the seminar is is an eye-opener because it helps you in every single way not only on uh, how to apply for the tag uh, and do it in a, way, a manner that may actually increase your odds and also help you to uh, get the right gear and what to do and what bait to do and what not to do and all that other kind of stuff. So it's all good. I will definitely give credit where credit's due because when I went to go do my gator tags, it was my first time really trying to apply by myself and I had to get Bill on the phone because it is a little it is, it's it's not- confusing when you get on the website. So no, that's horribly confusing, and I think they make it even even worse every single time they try to. The great example was the rewording of the flounder thing. I mean, it's like why, why, why are you doing that? Uh, it just it. 
Vince is sitting over here going, why don't they just do it for every man where anybody can understand it? Uh, it's just one of those things that always happens. Who's on the phone? R- Richard's on the phone, but we're going to go to break, so he's going to have to hold on for just a minute. What do you mean a break? I, Diego's talking to my ear. I hear him in my ear. Is that what he said? Oh, I can't hear him anymore. It doesn't. It doesn't. It hasn't, work. hasn't worked for seven years <laughs> over on this. It hasn't worked for seven years on this side. So good golly, you would think the little things. The engineers have been in here multiple times. They think it's some sort of poltergeist or something. Maybe that's what was <laughs> making the noise. I, I don't know, but it, it just they never work. Richard, hold on. Hang on, Richard. We'll talk to you when we get back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by our good friends out of G5 Feeding Outdoors. Yes, the very home where Bill George will be doing his seminar next weekend. So uh, it's 10 to 1, so we want to see you there. 10 30 to 1. 30. You know what? It never ends on time. He'll be there. Blah, 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 blah. As long as anybody needs help. That's right. And of course, out there, Brandon Ford, they'll stay as long as they need to to help you with your car or truck as well. We're going to take a quick one. Be back. We'll stand up at the terror in each sip and in each sup. I've had those days. Those are the old days of Charlie. That's what he was trying to keep us from at that little party after the uh, Angelus. You three ain't going to be driving home tonight. Who's on the phone? I think uh, Mr. Huggins is on the phone. Oh, that's right. Alan hung on through the break. You want to hit the button so we can talk to him while you're sitting there texting? What the hell are you doing? Push the button. What, what, what? What's he saying? Is this Richard? Yes, sir. Good morning. Mr. Richard Huggins. Well, it says uh, uh, Alan. Oh, that was before. <clears throat> oh. Hey, Richard. How's it going? That, that, is this somebody like, you know, Big Sugar who has a lot of aliases or something? I guess. Big Sugar doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> <laughs> Ask him to tell you the whole story of how he got that nickname. Extreme off the beach, man. What are you doing? <laughs> well, I'm sitting on the beach waiting for you guys to come hang out. Well, is it raining yet? Because it's raining, we're not going because we don't like to get wet. No, man, it ain't raining. We got a gazebo, <laughs> and well, we can put you under a chair, maybe. Uh, under a chair, that'd be all right. Have you seen yeah, either two of them? <laughs> yeah. Well, I look at it this way. I know that Vince went and took you out for all the uh, big touristy stuff. Did you guys go by Sunken Gardens? Did you go swing by uh, the old Tiki Leaky and all the other stuff? <laughs> no, Leaky Watchy. I mean, did a you? Yeah, yeah. Those are all real yeah. things. Yeah, they they, huh? they are real places. By the way, we're we're not messing <laughs> yeah. with you. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, I'm here since he took you over to uh, uh, the uh, the most touristy uh, seafood place on the <laughs> but, entire peninsula. But, I figured he'd take all the other hot spots as well. What, one of those places had mermaids. That's Weeki watching. Really, I missed that. Yes. <clears throat> I don't even know if that's even open anymore. It's still a, well, what it's open, doing? but it's out. Boomhauer, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, you got everything set up, man. You got the coffee, you got the shark rod, you got the bait, you got the kayak, you got the chum. What? What are we doing? Hey, man, we got everything. We are set up fully. One side set up for shark gear, one side set up for surf gear. I mean, you got the best of both worlds sitting here. If you want to get wet, you can get wet. 
Right. Come on down here. Well, I mean, you've been there since early this morning. You got any nibbles or anything yet, or is it just pretty much uh, gaff top sail cats? <laughs> no, we've 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 got a few runs that we know we're we're, we're the toothy fellows. Uh, sail cats won't eat them things, so. Well, I, uh, we're, we're they're playing around right now, but you know we know as the evening goes on, the barometric pressure drops a little bit, and the wind dies down. Things are going to get really interesting. Well, have you gotten any strange looks from anybody out there on the beach yet? No, I had a guy come up and tell me I couldn't fly my flag, but he said that that was that, that he was joking because I was fitting to let him have it. <laughs> <laughs> the American flag. Yeah, well, our extreme flags got in, inside the American flag, yeah. Oh, okay. So, And I got two of them flying off the back of the truck, so if you miss me, uh, you, you, I don't know how you miss me. <laughs> so well, where where exactly are you? If you ride down Dundon Causeway and you go over the first bridge with the draw, you come down right before you get to the second bridge. I'm down on the left. What? We're calling. Right, so we're on the left. Hey, stop moving and walking around. Stand still. He's checking lines or something. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. What causeway are you on? Dunedin. Uh, it's windy, guys. That's all. Yeah. So he's on the Dunedin causeway. Oh, I, I was trying to figure yeah. out where the Dunedin causeway was at. Well, it's you know, it's like Lutz. It's really yeah, beautiful. If you day. come down the causeway to the second bridge and, and the last little turn off, that's where we are. Okay. Yeah, we'll find you. If not, we'll go past you, turn around, come back, and go over the other way. It's not that big of a deal. It's yeah. only one way in, one way out. It's on the causeway out to the island, so, I mean, it's not like you can go any Hey, farther. do you have any of that extreme brew? Yes, we do. We're going to need it for later. Is yeah, that you're coffee? Need it's it. coffee. It's oh, I thought maybe it was some sort of special chum. Live or, no, yeah, no, it's coffee. Well, you might be able to dump some coffee in the water, and it might attract something. Yeah, you never know. We don't want no jacked-up shark. Why not? I was going to say. Guys, we don't need no jack them shots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's scary. You and Vince have been hanging out long enough that you think it alike. <laughs> well, now I gotta, I gotta ask you, Richard. If uh, was there a permit required or anything like that to be able to go and do this, or, or no? No, uh, no. Uh, you, you, you need your shark permit for shark fishing. Yes, of course. You know how Florida is. That little free permit law. But otherwise than that. Um, no, you just needed that permit, you know, your little shark permit. I, I talked that, to uh, Pinellas County's finest yesterday. We can be out there fishing up until about 11 o'clock. Now, but does the permit cover everybody who touches the rod or just the one person who's the touching one the rod? The one person who has the permit. So I don't have I don't, the I'm, one person technically that touches no, the rod, yes. So I don't have the permit or my kids don't have a permit. Uh, what's the deal with that? I can't touch the rod. Yes, you can. The kids don't. The kids under 16 don't need it, as long as the parent does. Okay. And if, I, around them does. and if I go sit in the kayak on the beach, I don't need it. You don't need it. Nope. Well, I can sit in the kayak. That's, I got no go. problem with that. Yeah. I'll go for a ride. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> one foot of water. Yeah. One foot of water. I'll go for a ride. You, don't even, you can be on the beach with the kayak. It don't matter. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So so technically, I could take a, uh, be, I could take a beach chair. Stick it in the kayak, sit in the beach chair, on in the kayak, on the beach, and fish, and not need a permit. Yeah. See, this be like and, putting and a bass boat in a pontoon boat, sitting in a bass boat, fishing out the pontoon boat. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. I mean, as long as it's legal. And I once mean, it goes down, it's no longer a beach because it can't support uh, sunbathing anymore. Oh, and you don't need it. That is true. Bill oh, George. 
This is this is why we keep him around, Richard. This is why he's here. I mean, because trust me, if you want if you want to get away with getting away with uh, following the law, then you can do it. No, just Bill. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, Richard. Bill, just make sure you got your cell phone handy and not on vibrate. Yeah, you might get a phone call later. Well, I I got a question, Richard. You know, we were discussing earlier this this new rule. And it seems like they're changing the the language verbiage that they're using on their fishing rules. Um, they are. Yeah. Yes. They they are now instead of saying you can't have this in or on, you know, like bag limits in or on the uh, Florida waters. The new language that they're changing it to is you can't have it within or without Florida waters. Yeah. Do you know what that means? No, not exactly, but it don't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think it means the same thing as it used to mean, which was uh, either in a boat or standing on the land. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I just somehow they reworded it to a, where it can't be understood by people who speak English. Yeah. I, I just don't, I don't understand that. I, I'm a firm believer that all these rules, even if it takes more words ought to be written in this way that anybody that graduated high school should be able to understand. Now, I, I, I disagree. I think they should be, if you graduate eighth, eighth grade, you should be able to understand. <laughs> well, it. no, no. That? If you graduate high school, I'm assuming you're at an eighth grade level. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> 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 so much I can say right now, <laughs> but, but you know he's 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 it, right on it, that. It, it's mean, just the way our our thing is, and if we don't no, get right. our kids in some some schools, you know, they're they're this generation's going to be falling behind and behind that that's right now. It depends on who well, you're talking about. My kids will be well advanced. It's all good. Yeah. Hey maybe. guys, let, let me tell you a story real quick. There was a, a fellow that was teaching his son how to fish. I respect that 100%. You just can't go wrong with that. But he had the spinning rod upside down. Oh, that drives me and insane. He was teaching his son the same technique. Uh, did it work? Down. Did it work? Well, his son was catching a lot of problems. So. Me being me, I had to go very carefully iterate, you know, and just say, hey, did you know if you turn it this way, it's a little bit easier? And, and I told the dad this, and I explained it to him and why, and da, 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 very carefully. And within 10 minutes, the son had this rod turned around properly and was fishing properly. And he even learned how to cast it properly. Oh, there so, you go. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, you know, I couldn't help. I said, I've got to say something. It's bad that the kids are doing it. Worse that the dad's doing it. Somebody's got to help. Yeah. So you know, somebody taught the dad, and the dad's teaching them, and now, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, everybody it's, jokes about it, but, you know, in all seriousness, if somebody don't show them the right way, well, you already know. I don't think there's so, anything wrong with that. I mean, uh, I, I remember uh, there was a there's a TV show I used to be on. I don't know if it still is on Discovery called uh, The Last Alaskans. Yes, yeah, I think yeah, so. And uh, they, they showed this Inuit guy who would take his kids out. Now, this guy, literally, you could probably drop him off in the middle of Alaska and he would survive. You know, he knows how to do skinning and eating and all that other stuff like that. And then they show him out fishing and he's got a spinning rod and he had it turned upside down and reeling backwards. <laughs> and, I, and I'm watching this going, 
this guy could survive like with a stick and a rock, and he doesn't know how to use a, a fishing rod properly. It drove me nuts. Listen, I'm okay with him doing it that way. If he's a fi- if he can catch a fish, reel a fish, throw it. I'm going to call you out on that one. I'm going to say that as a bald faced lie because if you saw a guy so doing hard. that hooked on to a 13-foot alligator, you would say, turn that reel over! No, I get them all the time that start turning the handle the wrong way, and they, they unscrew, unscrew the whole it. handle off of the dang rod. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, people don't, what people don't realize is on a spinning rod, they that turn it so that funny. way so they can reel it with the other hand. But what you don't know is you can take the reel, I mean, the, uh, the, handle. the uh, handle off and put it on the other side. On some of them, not right all of them. Left. Yeah. yeah, on some of them you can. You can't do it on my van stall. You can't do it on some reels, but some, no. most of them you can. Yeah, the yeah chickens... van, stall, van stall pays you enough money, you better get it right on the right side the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pay them enough money. They ain't paying me no money. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, they charge enough money, they, they put it there permanently. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's made that way, and that's the way it stays. But uh, we look forward to seeing you out there this afternoon and maybe this evening, so it'll all be good. Uh, Get fired up. What what time do you think the real activity is going to start out there? I don't know. Uh, We were thinking, too. We're hoping to, but probably five, six. Never know. I'm not not in the water. I'm not the fish. I don't know. You're not the shark whisperer? No, yeah. no, just if you turn around and you go, let's say, Braden or somebody, what time do the fish sharks usually start cruising and feeding? Dusk. You, you, better, you, you, better, you better just show up about two. Okay. That could be just about anywhere. It depends on where the bait's put and yeah. where they're at. I mean, seriously. But, you know, there is a better chance, as I like to call it, bull shark 30, you know, around that time when mm-hmm. – the water gets a little silvery gray, and the sun's going down, and they start cruising up and down the beaches and stuff. It, I mean, natural feed time is dusk and dawn. Yeah. I but. Mean, they see better than we do in that low light area, you know, where they can get out and hunt. When things are kind of like. O'clock, but about 2 o'clock, they're going to smell something that'll make them eat then, too. That's so. what yeah. I'm saying. You might want to come on. Yeah. <laughs> it, it all, like I said, it all depends on where the bait is and where they're at. I mean. Uh-huh. If they're not there, then sooner or later that slick has got to move out to where it catches the nose of one. And then, I mean, you're talking about a creature that can smell blood literally like a half mile away. Yeah. And it one may take him a while. Half a mile away. It may take him a little while to get there, but sooner or later he's going to get there. But it's yeah. all good. One drop of blood, half a mile away. All right, Richard, we'll see you in a little bit. All right. Be out there, be safe. Okay. Put on plenty of sunscreen and drink plenty of fluids. It's going to be a hot one. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. All right, buddy. We'll see you. All right, see you, Richard. Right, Richard, uh, of course, uh, Richard Huggins with the Extreme Off the Beach Fishing Team. They're down here from Georgia. They're going to be out there doing some fishing. If you want to swing by and watch or uh, crack a barley pop and then sit there on the back of the tailgate and enjoy the show. Come on. All, it'll be pretty good. Come on by. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, taking a fast break, brought to you by our good friends out of Brandon Ford and our friends out of G5 Feeding Outdoors. On Highway 92, just west of Plant City, go in and stop in and see him today. Get your gator stuff, get your fishing stuff. It's all right there. When I was a boy on my-
Welcome in, everybody. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We got Braden Gunn sitting right here, and Vince sitting right over there, and Bill George sitting way over there in the corner, and Diego behind the glass. Hey, uh, Jonathan, if you're uh, listening, I need you to call the show. I, I literally just sent him that message. Oh, you did? Yeah, I just texted him. Well, our, our good friend Justin Butso just texted me and uh, asked me a question that I really I think that Jonathan would have a better answer for him than I would. So I'm hoping Jonathan will hurry up and call. Get out of the pool, man. He's eating breakfast. Leave that boy alone. How long does it take to eat Cheerios? I mean, seriously. Come on. You know there's sausage and eggs and pancakes and waffles no, and donuts no, and coffee. and no, Not with that new diet. Lettuce and tomato and yeah, croutons he, and ice cubes. You can <laughs> suck that down in five seconds. I mean, come on, man. He's not a manatee. He's got that new diet thing, man, going on, man. He's, he's suffering. He's going to come out looking shred. And big old buff, and he's, he's going to come out looking good. I'm telling you, he locks himself down for six weeks. He's out there doing laps in the pool. Six and, uh, weeks, six months. And uh, eating uh, salads and eating healthy. He, you're right. He's going to come out there looking like he's ready to play football again. Good for him, man. I'm, I'm, I mean. Well, there's hopefully a silver lining. I was just going to say. So, you know, it's all good. Is that him? The glass is half full. That's probably know. him. Phones are ringing. Diego's in there taking a pizza order or something. I don't know. Domino's Pizza, can I help you? <laughs> Pick up your delivery. <laughs> well, this day and age, it would. Well, that's probably him right there. Is that him? Just know. check yes or no. Check yes or no. <laughs> All you gotta do is thumbs up, Diego. You don't have to type it. <laughs> What's he, he's in there, you know. Like, how you doing? How are the kids? How's the pool? Is everything cool? I see uh, you're out there uh, having a good time. Yeah, the guys want to talk to you. I don't know. Maybe uh, they'll talk to you about something. Uh, Braden said he's got After I one finger type. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, hold on a second. They'll get to you in a second. Here we go. Push the button. <laughs> Jonathan. Good morning. Yes. Thank goodness. <laughs> are you all right? You feeling good? Things are going great? What's the problem we all got? Oh, I'm great. Uh, and y'all started talking about certain people earlier and. Oh, don't worry. Leave. We're we're off a of tricky Nikki. Just leave went, little Nikki alone. You know, it's all good. Uh, we're we're we're. Oh uh, no, I, I refuse. Uh, yeah, after uh, what? let's just say after this week, um, my my Nikki Freed's about to become my Rick Scott for Bill George. Is all I can say. Oh 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 Yeah, I'm drawing a line in the sand, right? Yeah, it's well. It, 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 my whole thing with that whole situation is, and don't get me wrong, I understand we're in the middle of a disease, and I understand we've got all this stuff going on, uh, but from somebody who, for the last two and a half years, that knows people who have uh, basically, in Bluntstown, Florida, that have had to pack everything up that they've built their whole lives um, because you're too worried about running for, running for governor for the last two years instead of doing your freaking job. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of getting there. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's a good yeah. thing. And we'll, uh, I always tell people when they are waiting for their concealed weapons permit uh, guns yeah, to yeah, come exactly. back after 24 hours, I go just remember this day during election. That's all you got to do. And we'll, yeah. I mean, we never had this problem uh, for all the tragedies and everything else that happened uh, in the past when uh, we had uh, Mr. Putman in there. But listen, the reason yeah. I, I wanted to get you on the phone in a hurry because Justin is uh, listening and he sent me a text and he said uh, he wants to fill up his freezer. Where can he find half cows and full pigs? <laughs> Hoping you would have uh, an answer for that. So you being the beef guy and all that <laughs> kind of good stuff, where can he go get all that stuff? Uh, good question. Um, right now, 
The best bet that I would give you is if you know, I mean, the best thing I could tell you is if you would know anybody that has, uh, has any cattle or anything like that, that maybe they want to sell something. Uh, most of your people right now, uh, I know for like us or for Jason and Stephanie and them and all them at the ranch, they've cut the calves and done all that stuff, but they're not hauling anything off probably till September. Um, but I mean, the best thing in that situation, the best thing is to do is to call around, um, Cumbian Sons is over in Lakeland is a place we, uh, we had our stuff processed this year for the festival. Uh, they're pretty good. He usually has, has stuff. I mean, he does his own, he's a private butcher. Here's an idea. He could go camp. Here's a good idea for him, for Justin here. Go outside a wild house, camp out. Like, hey man, you gonna eat that? No, to keep. <laughs> if they're hauling it, to, if they're hauling it to owls, <laughs> they're yeah. eating it. Well, yeah, I mean Al, but Al and of course Al does wild meat. But I mean Al might be a good person to call too because he probably knows a bunch of people that's got some stuff. Well, that's true. Or extra I, stuff. I mean, I, I mean Vince. Uh, you know, when he needed a hog for his uh, for his little barbecue get together out there. Uh, that's we, right. We searched around all over the place for a whole hog, and uh, I found a couple of them that you could find. Uh, there were a couple of butcher shops here. Um, I think one was in Tampa. One was um, somewhere over in Pinellas <laughs> County. But, dude, they wanted so Open horn, you got that. Uh, they're over off of 39. The Stalvies, they're great people. I mean, there's, there's, a few, there's still a few of those places around, but, I mean, it's kind of like the conversation we had in the past. The... With all the people, you know, unfortunately, it's just like a lot of other things that's starting to get kind of, for pardon the pun, cannibalized with the bigger butchers and everybody else. So, well, I know that it's it's getting to be that where it's tough, and I know that when we were looking for the one for Vince, it was like you get a little meat hog in there. I'm like an eighty pound or something like that. Dude, it was well over two hundred dollars. It was insane. It was. Oh, yeah. I was like, dude, are you out of your oh, yeah. mind? I mean, that's. I mean, that's expensive. Now, I mean. We're talking a, a, a farm-raised, you know, hair-pulled, uh, you know, full whole hog. Ready, you know, ready for the grill. Ready for the grill. And I understand there's a lot of prep time in there, but, dude, seriously, I mean, we're I was close to 300 bucks. It well, was like don't we know any, something or other. Don't we know anybody who has some farmland who just wants to get rid of some hogs? Uh, <laughs> well, I, I know I, I got a kid at work that can get a, get a hog, that kind of thing. But I think that, you know, if you're looking for beef, I mean, dude, we told people this before, you know, when the Strawberry Fest was going on, go in halves with somebody. Yeah. Go in quarters with somebody. I mean, a quarter cow is a lot. I mean, uh, believe me. And uh, now it's getting to be a scarcity. And um, I don't know, trying to find a half cow or a quarter cow anymore is, is I guess he could call around, but it's going to be expensive, man. I mean, it's not cheap. Well, and you got the thing about it, like I said, it's just the time of year, too, because uh, right now you're getting a lot of people are fixed to start pulling calves off and sending them to the market. But the problem is, is the calves they're pulling off and sending to the market are going to be what your yearlings are that they're sending to a feedlot somewhere to feed out. And it'll be, you know, you're took, you're talking another 30 to 60 days before they're even remotely close to being big enough to kill wow. or even think about it. Yeah. So, I know it's getting to be crazy, but 
it's you know what? It's kind of like ammo. When I tell people, they're like, "Man, I'm, I'm in." <laughs> they're like, "Man, I, you guys had nine millimeter last week. I knew I should have bought it when I saw it." And I was like, "Dude, if you see it and you got the opportunity and you know you're gonna get it or you know you're wanting to get it, then get it now. So don't so wait, or jo- you'll be waiting a long time." Justin should just go get some chickens. He lives out in the middle of boonies. He can get some feeder chickens. They'll be good in four to six weeks. He can start eating chicken while he's waiting for the cows. Dude, do you know how fast you get tired of eating chicken? If you're waiting for the beef, you got to eat something. You no. might as well get the chickens and get the pork. No, not unless you're going to be stealing Popeye's recipe. I mean, uh, <laughs> otherwise it's going to be The a boy chicken. can cook. I'm sure he can come up with something. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think I could probably help him out on the hog part of it because, uh, you know, that's that's a pretty easy order to fill in the state of Florida. Uh, you know, yeah. especially if you're going to go out there and just if you need a wild hog and, and going to do all yourself anyway. Yeah. So uh, it's just as the, Ted Nugent says, the renewable resource. Yeah. But, you know, it's the beef side. That's the hard part, well, I think, for the vast majority. And there are people who are selling cows at at market. That's right true. now. My neighbor just bought bought one the other day. But uh, you better make sure you can get it through a butcher shop. You know, make yeah. sure what what. Don't buy a cow thinking you're going to just be able to automatically take it to one of these butcher shops and have them butcher it for you. Um, you better make sure you got a, a, a slot in line. A little bit of research go. to do before you go get a yeah, cow. Yeah, I mean, that, like I said, the two I've talked about, I know, uh, like I said, Cumbie and Sons is in Lakeland and then Hoof and Horn. They've been there in Plant City off 39 forever. But I know if it's like they were before, like Bill said, you're talking – they're probably going to look at you and tell you it's two to three weeks to get something done right now. I mean, yeah, and that's good. that. That's if you're lucky. Well, two or three weeks is better than you know four months. So uh, exactly. you know, uh, you got to do what you got to do. So anyway, well, what else is new in the world, man? Everything else going all good? I mean, you sound good. Uh, hey, happy as other than the the expo getting shut down. Yeah, and that sucks. All that 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 was about it. So yeah, that, that I got while while I have my GMB Gator rep in front of me, he needs to stop by Arrowhead Archery because I guess Sean said we got some, we need some supplies. Oh really? So, oh, so okay. it's not just everybody else; it's uh, everybody else. <laughs> Sean Sean was supposed to get me an updated list oh about a month hey, and a half ago. I I ain't gonna mess with that boy. He's been having. He's been kicking butt and taking names. So. Right. A good sales and rep would visit his stores to see what the inventory he, looks oh, like. Oh, dang, under the bus. Boom, boom. How did uh, that feel? No, please, come on now. <laughs> Bill's, Bill's been just but, as busy as a one-armed paper hanger as everybody Bill, else. Uh, it's that George Bill, guy Bill who sits around doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to put him and Jonathan on the couch eating bonbons. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Whatever those are. I still haven't figured out. I'm going to have to look it up once my computer starts working. All right, Jonathan, we got to go. Taking a break, man. Get healthy. Stay home. Go swimming. Bye, guys. See See you, man. man. Love you. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by our good friends at Brandon Ford and G5 Feeding Outdoors. Go by and see them both today. Sing it, Charlie. Charlie Daniels. Of course, we lost him this past week. 
<clears throat> he'll be missed, that's for sure, but he lives on in music, so he'll always be here with us. Uh, Braden, Vince, Bill George in the studio today. Uh, we got a few more minutes left in the show. We hope you'll hang out with us and uh, see what, what is that. Looks like we got Denny on the line. Who? Denny. Denny, Denny or Danny? Den. D-E-N-N-Y. Oh, is that what you said? Because yeah. I don't understand a word you said except for Danny. He's got he's got questions about beginning crossbow. Oh, okay. All right. Right. Let's get him on. Let's get him on there. I don't know nothing about no damn crossbow. You got to push the button. Well, he's got to put him on hold first. Oh, are we still talking to him? He's trying to. <laughs> so and then one time my sister, she like did it and then I ran over and then my mom told her to stop and then, oh, okay, hang on for guys. <laughs> Let's get Denny on the phone. <laughs> Denny, what's going on, man? Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm good, man. You got a question? I, yeah, I wanted to ask. I was trying to get old Jonathan before he hung up. Um, I have a medical issue, so um, I really can't pull a compound bow back, but I would like to get it using a crossbow and would be like a good beginner crossbow. And they told me to ask Jonathan. So the, didn't know if you guys could help me or not. Old Glenn told me to give Jonathan a call. Um, but I had some other stuff going on this morning, so I couldn't get on till now. Oh, man. Uh, well, the, sh- the shop is open. So if you wanted to give them a call over at the shop over at uh, Arrowhead, I'm sure they would uh, be able to help you out with that. I, uh, I'm not much of a crossbow guy. The one and only crossbow I ever had, I, I gave to Wade. I gave to Glenn's yeah. son and and uh, said, yeah. go kill something with it. Go have fun. I don't care. Um, and and yeah. some of it is going to be based upon what, what your limitations are. They have ones that are self-cocking. You know, you, uh-huh. you can charge them up. You can self-cock them, which are kind of nice because, oh, okay. you know, obviously, you know, pulling that thing back is just as it's much tough. of a, you know, they make little reels you can turn around and and do so. Crank them on down. I've oh. seen some with a lever too. Like you can... yeah, but those are cheapies, man. Yeah. Those are you're not going to be able to shoot a hog or a deer with that bad boy. So so yeah. in addition to what's good or bad, let them turn around and you explain to them what what your physical issues are that you know you've got to work around and and uh, they'll find the right fit for you. I say you just switch right. over to a nice nine inch uh, four fifty four Casul and let it go. <laughs> Let her go. That's all you got to do. There ain't no pulling back. I know. I'm, just trying, I'm trying to get in the woods sooner than some of these other guys up in South Georgia. And, oh, well, yeah. Know. I understand. Yeah. Well, and, and, and revolvers are hard to suppress, so I understand. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's yeah. So, <laughs> well, listen, guys, I know y'all got a lot going on, so I appreciate you taking my call. I was trying to get him before Jonathan hung up, but yeah. I couldn't get to the call. Well, just enough. just call the shop. Uh, Sean's there and uh, apparently working his butt off, so he'll, uh, he'll be able to uh, guide you through the process. If he's not there now, he'll probably be there slightly after 10. Yeah, that's all good. All right, guys. Well, Listen, we hope- I appreciate you, man. Keep, keep up the good work. You're welcome. We hope you get in the woods soon, all right? Get up there. Take right. care of that shoulder. See you, Danny. All right, guys. Later. All right. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, Bill George has been chomping at the bit well, talking about electric bicycles, well, like the ones all my neighbors ride around on. It drives yeah. me insane. Well, I turn around. I was getting a lot of phone calls about people who had questions. They saw FWC put on the consent agenda some rule changes for e-bikes on man lands they manage and basically what happened is the legislation group up there in tallahassee decided they were going to pass a rule that said um all e-bikes can be used anywhere that you allow a bicycle to be used unless somebody else passes another rule that prevents it 
Okay. Hey, is this really a problem? We're actually worrying about e-bikes. Yes. How, well, how is this a problem? Because it's Be- motorized. Yeah, because it's a motorized vehicle, and not, some uh, of them are are pretty dang powerful. They are fast and, too. And, and so FWC's thing is, right now they allow Category One e-bikes, which are the pedal assist bikes, for you to use off the roads. Okay, we're not talking about on the roads where cars go. We're talking about off-roads. There's On the some trails, bike trails, if you're out looking at trams Why doesn't the scouting? FWC just pull their head out of their rear and go put some biologists in the water or some scientists out in the water and figure out a flounder problem and stop worrying about stupid bikes? Well, well because they you, don't want the land all tore up. That's you, right. If you go into certain places and, and you look at where motorcycles and that have gone, these bikes do have a bit of an impact on, on the land. And so you, you have people... What they're doing right now is they're changing the rule that says you have to have Category 1 to go where bicycle-onlys are allowed to go, okay? Trying to keep the rules the same, and then later on, they're going to go back and, you know, can reevaluate whether or not they want to allow additional classes out there. But if you turn around, let's say Swift Mud has rules that say, hey, you can't operate a bike off of off of a bike trail unless it's a main road or a bike trail it it doesn't matter but some of these places you've got people riding them all down the fire brakes and everything else and and you have people who go walk two three miles back in to go hunt and then all of a sudden you got people zinging by on on bikes they get a little aggravated i mean that that does make sense i understand that okay But, but 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 there's much deeper issues the fwc has right now than e-bikes. What is that? Like rewriting the law so we can understand it? Yeah, well, I agree. But, you know, I, there's some stuff with the e-bike mm-hmm. rule that I, I, I would tweak if it were me. Um, you know, I'll, I'll make some suggestions to them. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it's just they're trying to keep it status quo. They're not trying to open more. They're not trying to close more. They're trying sense. to keep it exactly like it is because it, the legislative, the way they passed it, it requires action for FWC to keep it the way it is. So that's what they're going to do. And then if they need to evaluate it later on on a WMA by WMA basis, they can do that. Which makes sense. I'm all in favor for the e-bikes as long as uh, they don't end up being uh, – I mean, those fat tire ones out there seem to have less impact – and when the guys are out there and they're scouting around, I know my buddy, my neighbor down the street, Tom, he's a big bike scouter guy. He goes out and uh, goes and puts in many, many miles out there pedaling his bicycle. And it would be nice to be able to cover a lot of grounds. I always said, God, you know, those off-road, uh, the old uh, uh, segways mm-hmm. that I rode in the Bahamas one year, I was like, God, this would be the greatest scouting tool ever made. If but you, I, don't they were think a segue, I don't think a Segway qualifies. You ride an e-bike, but I don't think you could turn around and ride a Segway. Well, because it's a two-wheeled vehicle that's motorized. Back then, you know, the wording says no motorized vehicle. So All Segways right, well, are out. Let me ask you this. What about somebody who's in a motorized wheelchair, like the terrain wheelchairs? Could you scout you with that? You better have an, a, a permit that says you can turn around and operate there, there is. Permit. I ain't got no legs. I don't need a permit. Yes, no, you do. You still, it's a motorized do you vehicle. Really? You, you need a special permit that recognizes your disability, wow. and and gives you a piece of paper that you have 
that you can take with you. So you basically, gotta, you have to pay the state more money to no, go no, do I something else. I didn't say you had to pay. You <laughs> had to qualify. Your permit didn't cost you anything to fish on Dunedin Causeway. Some permits aren't, 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 doesn't cost you anything. Some are free. Well, you some know, are, but I had to pay for all the rest of them. I, I understand that, but <laughs> some of them you don't have to. I, I would say it's kind of like uh, around Wheaton Island. You know, the signs out there that says, uh, you know, in, no internal combustion engines. It's very specific in that. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean you can't drop the trolling motor and electric motor your butt in there. That's still a motor, but it's not a combustion engine. So that's what they don't want. I mean, so I understand what, the, what he's saying. I would be in favor of the electric bicycles being used in management areas. I don't see where they would have that much of an impact. As long as you're not out there with helmets and off. pads and turning it into chrome then uh, it's no big deal. Now, if you are out there and you're turning into crew, then the FWCDC should do their job and say, you're not out here scouting, you're out here hot-dogging, you're out here just making berms and tearing stuff up, and we can't allow you to do it. Same way that when you go to Rich Loam or anywhere else, if you're not on the designated trails in your four-wheel drive and you're out you know, making a mud hole, dude, they can find you for that stuff. So Destruction I'm, of the land. Exactly. So, I mean, the same thing goes for the e-bike. I think they should be able to use them. It would make it, you, you could cover so much ground. <laughs> could you imagine? Work on that Segway thing, too, Bill George, because you can get them cheap now. Well, we can Segway into that next time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boom. Yeah, radio talk. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you're heading out today, just so you know, I know we didn't do it officially, but today we're looking at uh, numerous showers and scattered thunderstorms, highs in the lower 90s. Uh, west wind, 5 to 10 miles an hour. Chance of rain, 70%. Yeah. But the heat index, 108. Woo! So it's going to be hot and steamy, and humidity is around 84%. So it's going to be a good time to do what Jonathan's doing. Stay close to the pool. I'm glad we're going to be by the water. Yeah, but that water right there on the causeway is like 9,000 degrees. It's still water. Back in the day, I used to scallop. We used to drive the car, go and get off the causeway there, and swim out and scallop back in the early days. Yeah, we did too. We used to go on the north side of it. That was a long time ago. There was a ton of them up there. Every, all the way up. I mean, anywhere you went, there were scallops all over the place. That's where I learned to scallop. You didn't have to go very far. That was... we. Used to put in no. the clear water and drive up there on in the boat. And a person could, without a boat could actually go participate. Yeah, you used to be able to wait out there and swim out there. We did that the first time, I think, we yeah. went snorkeling right. out there. Uh, it was a good time had by all, but not so much lately anymore. They're all gone. Hey, they but at least brought it back down where you can get some down in Pasco County and that now. Yeah. Well, if you're going to look at if you're heading out tomorrow, uh, if you're going to go do something out there, it's going to be basically... <laughs> The same thing as we have here with a high that today is supposed to be 86 with a heat index of 108, or I should say currently it's 86, but with a heat index coming up at around 108. I can only imagine what tomorrow's going to be where you have a uh, huge rain chance and 93 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be uh, it's going to be a lot of humming air conditioners, I think, in my neighborhood for a while now. Hey, I'm just looking forward to get outside, to get on the beach, get the pole out in the water. It's already, it's already in the water. Well, I can not mind. Mine's still at the house. Just I go get on you. Wait, we have to bring our own rods and reels? Well, I'm bringing my own rod and reel to play while I'm waiting for the shark. I bought one of those steel shads, man. I want to see how well that works off the beach because apparently yeah. they've been doing really good on the East Coast. You're going to bring it? Boy. 
Uh, that's none of your business. <laughs> well, we'll see. I'm, I may see if Susie wants to take a ride out there maybe this evening, depending on what's going on. What? A Bill yeah. George appearance? Wait a minute. Are we actually going to see you in shorts for the first time in the history of mankind? Wear sunglasses. Or are you going to show up in, <laughs> in blue jeans <laughs> and just cut them off with your pocket knife once you get there? I didn't split my. I only do that when I split my head open. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the but, good old but, days. Uh, do you even remember that night, <laughs> Bill? You should a, come. It down. was a morning, and I remember it all too well. Yeah, people well, want to take pictures and get autographs with you, so yeah. you should come. Yeah. How do you know these things? I've been told by people. Did you pay to have I, that I'm, paparazzi? <laughs> I'll see if Susie will take a ride out there. It'll, but, be a, uh, it'll be a nice, gentle I, ride full of traffic on the Howard Franklin. You'll yeah, i got to be getting a lot of stuff ready for next weekend at G5 Alligator Seminar. That's so true. 10 to 1. All right. Yeah. Come, come out and see us. Yeah, we'll be out Dunedin Causeway. Come on out there. Just look for the big, giant flags. We're on the Big and Wild Outdoors. We'll see you guys next Saturday. Be safe. Be cool. Drink a lot of water and stay inside if you want to. We'll be right back next weekend uh, at G5 Bye. Feeding Outdoors. See you guys.